This is Taiwan Plus on ICRT, your connection to stories that matter. Brought to you by the news team at TaiwanPlus.com. Welcome to Taiwan Plus News. I'm Inka Vat. The United States is set to pass a bill that is aimed at helping Taiwan regain its observer status in the World Health Organization. The U.S. House of Representatives on Wednesday voted unanimously in support of Taiwan's inclusion in the world body. The bill will be sent to President Joe Biden, who is expected to sign it into effect. Taiwan was stripped of its observer status in the World Health Assembly, the main governing body of the WHO, in 2017. That was due to pressure from China, which considers Taiwan part of its own territory and prevents its participation in global organizations like the WHO and the UN. Taiwan welcomed the support from Washington. 那外交部我们跟卫福部呢，我们会呃正全力的这个争取，呃，我方的这个参与WHA。那相关的这个筹备工作，我方也已经展开了哦。我们积极的稳健呃的推案当中，那持续的跟我们的不论是友邦或是理
forecast on a quarter-by-quarter basis. But again, what the market is saying is that in the latter part of the year, and certainly as we move into next year, as I said, all those factors that I mentioned, the front-loading of a lot of that tech demand, uh, the increase in capacity, which, of course, drives uh, GDP growth, but not necessarily share price. There may be a massive global demand for semiconductors, but Taiwan's bellwether chip companies have not been immune to the downward pressure on stocks. 90% of the world's most advanced chips are made in Taiwan. As James Chater reports, the sliding share prices are doing little to dent the industry's geopolitical importance. Semiconductors alone account for nearly 40% of Taiwan's total exports. But despite soaring global demand, share prices of Taiwan's chip giants are steadily marching downward. The stock of TSMC, the world's most advanced chip manufacturer, has fallen over 10% since the end of March. Other Taiwanese semiconductor companies have also seen their share prices slide. Analysts say inflation sparked by war in Ukraine and impending U.S. interest rate hikes are depressing the markets. But that's doing little to change perspectives on the geopolitical importance of Taiwan's chip industry. This week, U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken told U.S. senators that Taiwan played a key role in maintaining Washington's technological edge over China. We are taking very significant steps with Taiwan, with Japan, uh, with the Netherlands, uh, which is critical to this, and a few other countries to make sure that uh, when it comes to the highest-end semiconductors, um, they uh, are not uh, transferred uh, to China or China does not, have the does not get the technology uh, to, to manufacture them. Taiwan is, uh, is integral to that. Semiconductors are used in a vast array of products, from phones to fighter jets, and over 90% of the world's most advanced chips are produced here. Taiwan is a small island, and yet with so much critical infrastructure, so much critical uh, technology in, in this sector uh, centered on Taiwan. So you must be very careful uh, when, when we uh, navigate through the uh, very muddy situations in the uh, global geopolitics. Blinken added that Washington should ensure Taiwan has all necessary means to defend itself from Chinese aggression expediting third-party transfers uh, to, uh, to Taiwan. We've been supporting an indig indigenous industrial defense capability, and we are focused on um, helping them uh, think about how to strengthen asymmetric capabilities. China claims Taiwan as part of its territory and has not ruled out taking it by force. With an eye on the war in Ukraine, Taiwan has been bolstering its own defenses. But many believe Taiwan's most effective shield is already here at home. Karma Su and James Chater for Taiwan Plus. Thousands of miles away in Taiwan, people are eager to help rebuild Ukraine. One of those people is the CEO of Taipei-based think tank NextGen Foundation, Tan Kuanting. Our reporter Rick Lowert asked Chen how Taiwan can help. As you know, the war is still going on, uh, but we need to understand that um, undertaking so much, uh, so many attacks from Russia's uh, hospitals, schools are being uh, damaged by, uh, by the invasions. So uh, this has to be simultaneously doing. Uh, we, we need to do this simultaneously. Taiwan Can Help program or initiative has been uh, helping uh, the whole world uh, prior to the war uh, during the COVID, 
uh, period of time, we provide public health supplies to our like-minded countries uh, in Europe and um, other places in the world. So we believe this is the right thing to do, and we have capability to do so, uh, to participate, to rebuild Ukraine uh, at the same time, especially for those uh, infrastructures. A court in Taiwan has sentenced a man to death for murdering two people. 36-year-old Xu Deyi received two death sentences on Wednesday at Taichung District Court. That's for his role in two deaths, one of which dates back to 2017. One of the victims was the 16-year-old girlfriend of one of his associates. The other, a man who testified against him in a land dispute. He buried both bodies in plastic drums. Six others who participated in the murders have also been sentenced, and a seventh is still being tried in juvenile court. Local infections in Taiwan have broken through the 10,000 daily case count for the first time since the pandemic began. But Taiwan's government is pushing ahead with its policy of minimizing disruptions. Their focus is now turning to testing and using technology for social distancing. Residents will be able to use their ID to secure a pack of five tests a week. The QR code contract tracing system in use since last year is also being scrapped. Authorities are instead urging people to download a social distancing app that will notify users if they have contact with a confirmed case. In Beijing, a very different approach to COVID. The streets of China's capital city are empty after just 50 cases were reported there on Wednesday. Millions of people have been tested in a mass drive over the past week. That's in an effort to contain the spread. Authorities have shut universities, entertainment venues, residential compounds, schools and tourist sites. The government is trying to prevent a Shanghai-style outbreak, which has resulted in some 25 million people shut in their homes for a weeks. For weeks, a number of cities across the country are under lockdown in line with China's zero COVID policy. Thank you for watching Taiwan Plus News. I'm Ian Kavat. For more stories from Taiwan and around the world, please download the Taiwan Plus app. Stay safe and see you next time. Thanks for listening to Taiwan Plus on ICRT. For more great stories from Taiwan and around the world, visit TaiwanPlus.com.